Hello, and welcome to The Parting Shot, your dose of everything pop culture. I'm H. Allen Scott. There's a new show on Netflix you've got to check out. It's called The Brother's Son, and it's wild. Yes, that's wild in all caps. So it's about the son of the head of a Taiwanese triad who, after his father is assassinated, must travel to Los Angeles to protect his badass mother and little brother, who is totally unaware that he comes from this family with deep ties to the world of crime. Oh, and that mother, that badass mother I just mentioned, you know, she's played by the one, the only, Michelle Yeoh. You know the one, she just won that Oscar, no big deal, you know. But what's so great about The Brother's Son is that while it's dramatic and action-packed, it's also funny. It blends all of these elements so, so well, and it works because of the brilliant writing, of course, but also the performances from the family at the core of this story. And guess what? I'm talking to that family today. Before I get to my chat with Michelle Yeoh, I want to start things off with Sam Lee. Sam plays Bruce, the youngest brother, being raised by his mom in Southern California. He has no idea his family is as important as they are. He's just this high school kid trying to matter in a complicated world, and all of a sudden his brother shows up and his mom go into action, completely upending his entire world. What makes Sam's performance so unique is that this is his first big project, which you, you wouldn't be able to tell he's brand new to acting if, if by watching this. He's incredible in it. I spoke with him about that and what it was like to work with Michelle Yeoh, which has got to be a little intimidating. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Hello, Sam. Hello, how's it going? Going well, how are you? Good, good, good. How insane was it for you to work with Michelle Yeoh? I think that's the obvious first question. Yeah, I mean, first of all, um, it, how did I get into this multiverse? You know, how did I get into this timeline where I'm <laughs> acting with Michelle Yeoh? Like, what is happening? Um, <laughs> yeah. But she's incredible. She's incredible. She yeah. She is someone who is so easy to work with has a lot of natural maternal instincts that makes you just feel like a kid again in so many ways. Yeah. And she's so good at channeling um, just those maternal instincts and making you feel really loved and seen and heard. And she listens with her heart and, and soul when she talks to you. And I think because of that, it made it incredibly easy to act alongside her. Um, I'm a big sports fan. I love sports. Yeah. And I always compare it to playing basketball with Steph Curry mm. or, or, or playing football with Tom Brady or playing yeah. soccer with Ronaldo. It, it's just the game is so much easier. You know, it's, it feels mm. effortless because she just knows exactly what she's doing. You could just stand around next to her. And, and I think the scene will just work. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, her and I kind of talked about that a little bit in, in my chat with her, that she does sort of hold a, a, a Meryl Streep-like presence in that she is first on the call sheet, and she is sort of like, she is that presence. Yes. And people, younger younger actors, or just actors in general, look to her mm -hmm. in a way, and she does feel that responsibility. Did you look to her for, for guidance in something like this? Yeah, I think... You know, I, there was sort of a balance that I wanted to to strike in terms of making sure that I was as professional as possible, and I and I and I didn't want to. I think I was afraid of coming off maybe like <laughs> inexperienced, which in, mm -hmm. in in some ways I really was because this being my first you know major TV project, um, and so I didn't necessarily outright you know kind of ask um, for any kind of guidance or anything like that, mainly because I also had a lot of confidence in what I was doing and what I was bringing to the character. Um, but I do feel like watching her and observe, observing how she tackles work, how she um, embraces the things that happen even behind the camera, um, the conversations yeah. with our showrunners, with our directors, uh, the nuances of, of how those conversations behind the scenes translates to changes or, or um, heightened uh, performances in front of the camera was really eye-opening to me. And I think I've realized how important it is to be a collaborator with her, you know, that that um, good work isn't just uh, segregated work. It's it's a creative industry that that all relies on the creative abilities of everyone. Well, and one of the things that I did talk about with her that I thought was so interesting is out of all the characters in the show, you know, every character is basically sort of defined in sort of their point of view and what they do, but your character has to react to a whole different world. Yeah. I mean, your character goes through the most <laughs> changes in a way, I would say, I think so. throughout the series. Yeah. And and we both, I mean, Michelle and I both agreed that you carry a lot of that weight on you in telling that story and telling your character's story. So what was it like sort of navigating this sort of world of being a normal kid from, you know, just a normal kid to being now a part of a crime family <laughs> well you know i did some behind the scenes training um i went ahead and got <laughs> okay, okay. adopted into a triad family and spent three months yeah. with them for in, in preparation for this part um no no <laughs> i would love that to be true i would love that to be true um yeah no i i think a lot of it is sort of the imagination of of the circumstances of, of what's happening and i feel like after seeing everything come together, you know, being on set and seeing the world built in front of me, because, you know, this is, this is an awesome epic show that has so much uh, realism in the sense that it takes place in a real place in the real world. You know, it's not like a fictional world where, where it's created through CG and green screen. There was a lot of tangible things for me to sort of, um, fixate on and 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 put myself into. So I feel like in that sense, the environment, even from a filming perspective, you know, as an actor walking onto a set with so many, um, you know, real props and and you know, with with for example the the water monitor, the water minotaur, um, you know, it, it was amazing to see that in person. We had a real one, um, and so I feel like being able to literally experience the world really helped me sell those moments. And I think like, you know, walking into that exotic animal shop, right? I was like, this is a real, this is a real place. These are real animals I've never seen in front of my eyes right now. So it was very yeah. easy to 
feel like I was very overwhelmed by by everything just simply because um, I felt like I was tossed into that world. Yeah. What part of it? I mean, because this is sort of it, it's an interesting story in that, like, it is a family drama in a way, but it's also action and heightened thriller. And like, there's so like, there's a lot of other elements to it that make it a lot more than just a family drama. Mm -hmm. What was perhaps the most difficult part of doing this? Oh, um, there's a few that come to mind. I mean, I feel like two things that, that, that come to mind right away is that the tone of, of this show is very unique. Um, it's sort of this genre bending action, dark dramedy, you know? Um, so when I was reading the script, when I was reading the screenplay, I thought it was really funny. Like a lot of the lines, a lot of the, mm -hmm. the jokes felt like, like it really popped out of the pages. But I think the balance that we had to find was to make sure it didn't lean into, um, comedy too much because there's also very dramatic elements going on. And I think finding that tone was huge for me and, and I think was huge for our team. And I think even now watching it back in hindsight, when I watch it on, on, on TV, when I watch, you know, when I get to watch the final product and I see the choices, the tone of how they set a scene via music or with tempo, you know, the pacing, um, I think that was it, it, it brought to light exactly what's going on behind the scenes and what the intentions of the scenes were. And I think as an actor, you're not necessarily, you know, you don't get that foresight because you're just kind of acting in the scene. Yeah. Um, but also it was just a lot. I think um, for me as an as a first time actor, you know, to to get thrown into four or five months of filming um, it, it definitely, there was a learning curve and I think I learned a lot about myself and about the stamina that you sort of need to have to, um, to do a TV show like this. Well, and you have someone very clearly on set to look to Michelle, Yeoh, <laughs> who has, who knows a thing or two about stamina exactly. and, and, and keeping up a performance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, like, and that's something that also is interesting too, because this is such a visually stimulating show and, and so much of that comes in post that when you're, especially as a first time sort of, well, just a new actor, you're experiencing this. Did what you were doing on set when you saw it, the final product, were you surprised at how it like visually turned out? Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> on set, I only saw blue screen. So I feel like the, the CG and, and everything, the VFX that they that they put into it was like the first thing that really sucked me into the world. I completely buy it. And there are so many moments where I'm like, wait, did we CG that? Or did we or was it was it like on location? I can't even tell. So that's a great sign that I feel like if I as an actor can't even tell, like no one's gonna tell. Like everyone's gonna just feel mm -hmm. buy into this app this this world, you know, the the atmosphere. Um but yeah, it was it was very it was very charming the first time I got to see it. And I'm just very, very happy. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for how it turned out. What was that time like that first time you saw it? What was your reaction? Because this is your first big project. So, you know, that's an interesting moment. Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I was very distracted. <laughs> I think as an actor, <laughs> when you watch yourself, you know, there's way too much context for everything that you see on screen, like every single second, I'm like, oh yeah, that was a whole hour of my life. So, so I think yeah. it was very distracting in the sense that like, it's almost like having an out of body experience. Um, 
and you just know too much. Like it's too, uh, there's too much information that's, that's stimulating when I'm watching it. I actually feel like I enjoyed it more like my second and third time because I wasn't so distracted by like my choices and how everything cut together for the first time. I think by the second yeah. or third time I watched it, I felt like I was actually, I got to enjoy it as an, from an audience perspective, just simply without those distractions. Well, now that so many people are going to be introduced to you because this is a massive platform with massive people involved in the project, yeah. how a, are you prepared for all of that attention that's going to probably be coming your way? And B, what do you want to do next? A, um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, uh, hopefully. I mean, it can't be that different, right? <laughs> I think it can be. I think it can be pretty different. I mean, look to look to some of your co-stars. You can be pretty different. <laughs> well, I, I I hope people enjoy it, and I think I'm I'm not going to yeah. think too much of that. And I and I hope that you know it, it just gets picked up for a second season, and we can see more of it because I feel like there's so much more to the story that we could discover. Um, and then B, yeah. sorry, wait, what was the B question? Since this is the sort of start of your career in such a big way, what do you want to be doing next? What do you hope to do? Yes, uh, great question. Great question. Well, you know, it's funny that you that you brought that up because um, I got a chance to. So, so something about the brother's son is is I have a very close relationship with this project because it feels so intimate. Like I felt so right for it. You know, I felt really connected to the material in the sense that I was like raised by a single mom in the six two six in San Gabriel. I, I was, you know pursuing wanting to be an actor when I had these expectations set on me. So there was a lot that I connected um, to the story. But there's a project I did this year called Marvin is Sorry. Um, and it's a, it's a pilot that is about an influencer who gets canceled mm. because of an accident and gets dragged into a whole social, social, social political situation. Um, and it's it touches up the themes of the of the of the pilot of the show touches on on modern influence in politics, media, social media, traditional media. Um, so it's very, very interesting. And I feel just as intimately attached and right for that project because I had done social media for like three years prior to doing Brother's Son. You know, that was my full time job. So there's a lot in that world that I feel like I'm very right for and that I can you know, contribute a lot to with just my personal experience. So I'm looking forward to that. But outside of that as well, you know, I see myself as a hopeless romantic. Um, I'm in a very um, romantic period in my life where I feel like, oh. I, <laughs> I don't know, that's, that's a weird way to describe it because there's no romance going on. I mean, it's but. an interesting, it's an interesting segue. And I, I want to, I want you to keep going, please continue. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm just, you know, uh, dating is is a big topic on my mind in 2024. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I am a, a very romantic person outside of obviously me being Bruce as well um, in so many yeah. different ways. So I would love to tackle and I would love to partake in maybe a rom-com of some sort. I've always wanted to write a rom-com. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, your first project being sort of starring in a Netflix show is the ultimate Tinder profile picture. <laughs> I mean, that is, I have a feeling that this is a really good platform for you to find some dates. I don't know. I'm, I'm not in a Netflix show, but I think they're doing all we'll right. We'll see. We'll see. Anyone in Netflix shows, you know, you know. Well, Sam, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really do appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you. No, it's my pleasure. And, and thanks so much for the time. Yeah.
Now, my next guest needs no introduction. I mean, she's Michelle Yeoh. Like, she's just Michelle Yeoh. She's an icon of cinema. She is literally a legend. And if you thought that she'd slow down after winning the Best Actress Oscar for Everything Everywhere All at Once last year, well, you'd be mistaken because she's just getting started. We've spoken before on this podcast, and it was really nice to be able to see her again and chat with her again. We chatted about the brother's son and what it means to her and how she chooses her roles, especially after winning the Oscar, and if she's prepared to crown a new Oscar winner this year. I loved the show. I have to say, one of the things that I love about your performance is, again, it's sort of like this woman who you can easily, like, you know, she's unsuspecting, she's just sort of a mom, she's in this world, and then all of a sudden she does the unexpected, and you do those roles so incredibly well. Like, do you seek those kind of roles? Yes, I do. I I seek roles that I feel I have not ex- explored or experienced before. Uh, it was it's very interesting. Someone just reminded me. You know, I've done the trilogy of Ease, yeah. Eleanor from Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. right? And then uh, from Everything Everywhere All at Once, and now Eileen from uh, Brothers Son. Yeah. They're all mothers, but how I approach them is like they're distinctly very, very different yeah. and has a very different outlook and uh, way they present themselves. And I do seek that out because I find that's the only way I can challenge myself. Yeah. The first thing I look for in a script is like, please do not be the same character I just played yeah. or that I have played. So I'm constantly on on the prowl mm-hmm. for something that I would learn, something that I would be different in. Uh, and I think that helps with the the, the, the excitement for my audiences mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And what did you learn from Eileen? Like what was different about Eileen to you? Oh my God, this, uh, the, the sense of sacrifice that she had to, the decision that she had to make. Um, I mean, I think it's very relatable to any immigrant uh, family when you have to leave a place of which is your home to go to a new place. Mm-hmm. But this time with um, Eileen, it's like she had to leave her son behind. Yeah. yeah. And what could be the worst experience for that? But it was either choosing one son or none at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, then, then going over to a new place, it's like, how do you blend in? How do you make the perfect life for this? You know, you pour your whole energy into that yeah. um, until your past comes crashing in and <laughs> everything goes to chaos. <laughs> well, and Eileen comes ready for it. I mean, even just at that first episode, when the chaos starts, she has that drill and she's ready to go. <laughs> like, there's Oh, no... <laughs> yes. I think like, you know, once you know how to ride a bicycle, you don't really forget. <laughs> Except- but I think that's it. That's the reality of her past. Mm. It was like she always knew you never you, your past will come. Yeah, you know you can't leave it away for forever. Mm-hmm. It will come at some point, and you have to be ready. You have to know and understand how you are going to protect yeah. your family. That is her her younger son played brilliantly by Samsung, and her eldest boy uh, Justin. I mean, mm-hmm. these two boys are just so different. So different. So different, so intense in their own way that they have the perfect chemistry. So is it when the three of us together, it's, it's real. You yeah. know, I feel, I feel the, the love I have for, for Justin and for Samsung mm-hmm. and how we can play off each other without having to go, okay, it's scripted that you would do this and I would do that. Yeah. And that is what I loved about, um, Byron and Brad and Kevin, our director, you know, he, he 
gives us directions, but he also gives us the space to be the characters that we have imagined them to be. Well, and it's also, I mean, what I love about it is that there's this balance between it being sort of this spy action drama thing with this real family drama with dynamics in a family that is very much akin right. to sort of like the Sopranos in a way. I mean, it's sort of like <laughs> there are, there are definitely like some, some weird things going on in this family. And with, Oh my God, weird. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, there's probably deeper than weird, but I mean, that was that also something that excited you about sort of the unique nature of this family? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's the tone of how it was written, how it was envisioned, that it would have this uh, dynamic, you know, like chaotic, but very choreographed, incredible action fight sequences. Some of them are so hysterically funny, yeah. like with the dinosaurs and all this kind of thing. You think, like, are they really doing this? Yeah. And then whereby it is so brutal, but at the same time, you want to do that, but you're going like, oh, I want to see what's going on yeah. as well. And then it, it wraps up being like, oh, my God, that is really quite funny. So that has never been done before. I have seen many uh, movies about triads or, you know, but this, I think, makes it easier to digest mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in that sense. Yes, because we know there's going to be killings and gore and all that. But how do we move it to a level where we go, okay. That's okay. That 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 they're playing. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um. But the core of any story is the family drama. Yeah. You know that really drives the that makes you feel for the characters. That makes you want to know what's going to happen. How how is it all going to turn out? Right. And so for me, that was a, a whole new experience on its own. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she is this very doting good mother. I mean, she really is, but she's also kind of a crime boss. I mean, she's she's leading this family of 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 criminals in a way. And the juxtaposition is just so wild and fun and I don't think I've really I mean, I've watched a lot of your movies and I I feel like I've seen you as a villain before, but not the, and she's not really it's, a villain, but it's different. It's nuanced, you know? Right. Yes. I think that's the thing is like it's a very fine line between what is a villain yeah. that's evil, that really the intent is just to do evil things, mm -hmm. or there's some people who are forced or by by the nature of what they need to do and the lives that they were brought into that leads them into that, yeah. and some who will try to get out of it. So it it is very beautifully written in that way. It's like she was thrown into this world of, you know, triads and gangsters and killing, but always trying to say there must be a better way. There has to be a better way where it's brain over brawn yeah. and blood, yeah. right? And that was what she was trying to do. But unfortunately, she was married to a man who did not agree with that completely. Mm -hmm. And I think the first bad thing that he she thought that this is it. I can't deal with this anymore is when she turned their son into a killer. Yeah. And once and that when that happens, it's tough. How do you go back from that? Yeah. Yeah. And he's also just really good at it. Like, I mean, that's the problem is that like she and she probably sees that, too, that he's just he's actually really good at this because she's exactly. really good at it, you know? Exactly. But it does make him 
he's angry. Yeah. And Justin played that so well. You know, he, you know, he, he thinks he is cool, like, because he has to be cool. Because if he doesn't live up to his father, his, his, the burden on a, when, since a very young child to be protect your family, irregardless, mm -hmm. you will kill anybody that's, that, that stands in your, your way yeah. because you have to protect the family. Yeah. Can you imagine as a teenager, as a young kid, to, to be set out on a test, like uh, to be yeah. set out to have to behave like that. And then whereas the other one is so being doted on and, you know, yeah. cuddled and it's like, so it's almost like, but we do treat our children like that sometimes. Yeah. You know, when you're the eldest, you have to set a good example so that your younger brother or your younger sister will know what is the right way to behave. So mm -hmm. you are the eldest, do the right thing. Yeah. And who gets punished? The eldest one, because you are the oldest. Yeah. I think you didn't yeah. do it right. <laughs> yeah. And also, I mean, just Samsung Lee, I, well, I think his performance is probably one of, because at least for you, you're able to sort of just, you're able just to be the bad mom in a way. Like you're able to be like the crime mom and the other brother's able to be the criminal brother. But he has to do this dance between being a normal person and also being a member coming of coming to terms. Yeah, yeah. Coming to terms is like he. I'm. The, I just want to do improv, and you know, yeah. maybe drive <laughs> yeah. a fancy car. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm a good guy. I'm always been a good guy. I don't do criminal things. And then suddenly you are told you are the crime bosses. Yeah, number two. But he plays it so beautifully. You know, right on that, without being too over the top. Mm -hmm. That he's such a believable, adorable young man yeah. and that was the beauty about putting them two together where they were trying to convince one trying to convince the other of what they should be yeah and that for me was such a beautiful journey to watch mm. yeah and yeah. that the triangle when the mother is there and how she treats one over the other because she believes in tough love yeah i mean it's so interesting to me in that like See, I imagine you walking on set and like to me, you're like a Meryl Streep in a way. You're just sort of like people will just notice you when you're on set. And I can imagine some actors like Sam and, some, and Justin, and some of the others probably look up to you and, and, and see you as sort of just sort of someone that they aspire to do that kind of work and to keep doing this kind of work. Do you ever feel like you have a mentor role with some of these younger actors, especially when you're because you do so many scenes with these two guys that I feel like. That must happen sometimes. Uh, I think a lot of, in general, people tend to have to feel like that because that's the norm, right? Yeah. But then, uh, for example, when we started off with um, with with this, Brad and Byron and our producers brought everyone together, sat us down, so that every all of us got to know each other. And I, what I love about the young kids nowadays, they are like, I'm cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. I am actually quite cool yeah. and good at what I do. And I'm like, I have no doubt. Just don't, don't waste my time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all get in this together. It's like, I am learning from you. I hope that I walk onto the set and I'll be surprised and like, go like, wow, that kid is really good. Not judging you at all. Not saying like, oh, show me what you've got. It's not that. I come in thinking I have to also make sure that I am bringing my best game to the table, that I am able to, you know, work with all of us. How do we gel? How do we make? Because I do believe because um, you are an elder in the group, it is your responsibility to set a tone. Yeah. And the tone doesn't have to be show me respect. How tow. The tone is like, we are in this together. Let's make the best thing happen mm -hmm. for, you know, ourselves, between ourselves, with our director, with our cameraman, with everyone on the set yeah. that is there to make us look good. So I think that is the most important for me because 
every day when I walk on the set, I want to learn. Yeah. I want to learn from them. And they, they are good. They are amazing. And they fought very hard to be in those roles. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they bring to the table a lot of things that I learn yeah. from them. Definitely. Well, this is, it's been, I can't believe it's almost been a year since you won the Oscar for everything everywhere. Ah. And it's your reign will continue for years to come, but you will be crowning a new Oscar winner later this year. And you'll be a part of a lot of the award shows coming up. Uh, Does it feel better not to be nominated this year that you can just enjoy yourself? <laughs> I mean, do you, cause I have a feeling that might feel good for you. <laughs> you can just wear pretty clothes. <laughs> I think it, it is a very, very different experience, of course. I mean, mine last, last, well, no, it was this year. Yeah, it was this it's year. Still this it's year. still this year. It's, Crazy. It, it, it was the pressure, the sense of pressure and the sense of hoping and wishing. And because, you know, there was so many all over the world that was like, please do this for us. We have to do this together. And at the end of the day, that was, you don't go like, yeah, let's have a good time. You're like, oh God, please, I don't want to, what am I, what am I doing is almost running around. But fortunately, I had the most incredible team, yeah. my publicist, the A24, the people who sort of like kept you grounded and pushed you forward. Um, it helped, it really tremendously helped. I mean, my everything everywhere all at once family, we were just like linking arms, you know, with Jamie and Key and Stephanie yeah. and like the Daniels and Jonathan and everyone that was involved was like, we kept each other sane uh -huh. and together. And this year, yes, it's like, ha, 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 ha it's your turn. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's see what you're going to do. <laughs> and you'll all be back together this year because so many of you won Oscars I'm, last year that now you'll be presenting the Oscars this year. Yes. So you'll be, I'm it'll be a reunion. Really I am really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, I haven't been back in LA uh, so much. So in January, I th I will get to see them because we have the premiere of yeah. uh, Brother Son on the 4th and then we have the Golden Globes. Yeah. So we yeah. will be all reunited. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really do appreciate it. And it's great to see you again. It's good to see you. I can't wait always. to see what you'll wear at the Oscars this year. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> Seriously, go watch The Brother's Son now. And let me know what you thought of today's episode. I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. And leave a little rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really does help. And for the latest news and podcasts, go to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the social platforms. And while you're there, subscribe to my newsletter for the culture. Until then, watch something fun like The Brother's Son on Netflix. And have a great day. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.